Good evening, fans of Friday Night Lights. This is Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Weekly Pregame Show with your host, Clifton Grooms. And welcome, everybody, to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. This is week 13 of the high school football season. We are into the Elite Eight as far as 11-man football, and we are into the Final Four. And 8-man football, as the as the rounds we get later and later, the teams start dwindling down. We start going on the road to Jefferson City as far as the 11-man teams. But as far as the 8-man teams, it is the road to Chillicothe next weekend. But let's not waste any time. Before we preview the quarters and the semis, let's run down some scores from last week's district championship games. At Class 5, District 8, it was Platte County over Staley, 33-13. And then in Class 4, District 8, Smithville shuts out Cardi, 43-0. And Class 3, District 8, Maryville all over Richmond, 46-14. And Class 2, District 8, St. Pius X over Lafayette County, 21-0. And in Class 1, Mid Buchanan over East Buchanan, 35-0. And Hamilton in a slim Close game over Princeton, 10-6 was the final there. And eight-man, and eight-man District 4. It is Stanbury. They needed overtime to beat East Atchison, 26-20. North Andrew escapes with a victory over South Holt, Nottoway Holt, 26-21. Southwest Livingston, a 12-point victory over North Shelby, 34-22. And Drexel at a high-scoring game over Archie, 49-40 is the final on that one. Now let's go ahead, let's preview some of these games for this week in the Class 5 quarterfinals. We have Grain Valley visiting Platte County and a huge game between two Kansas City Metro Stallworths. Both these teams have been right near the top of Class 5 all season long. To break down this game for us and to talk about last week's district championship win, we have Platte County coach Bill Oots with us. Here's his interview. Here's his interview right now. We're here on the Clifton's podcast. We are talking Class Five quarterfinal football. We got the head coach of the Platte County Pirates with us once again. That is head coach Bill Oots. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Thanks for uh, thanks for having us and and supporting us. We appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. My pleasure, um, coach. Um, I know you said you were doing well. I think maybe a big part of that is the fact that. You guys are Class 5 District 8 champions with a 33-13 win over Staley on Friday night. Coach just um, walks through the ball game. Yeah, it was a, a great game, um, at least on our standpoint. We, uh, you know, coming in, jumping up to Class 5, um, you know, we knew it was going to be a challenge going into it. And then, um, and then getting paired with Staley in the finals, um, you know, a perennial, a perennial district champion in its own right. Um, you know, it, it was, uh, we knew going into it, it was going to be a tough match. So, um, you know, our kids were focused, focused all week long. They were able to, uh, to get, get in the game. The coaches had a great game plan and, um, you know what they, our, our kids really executed well, um, especially defensively. Our defense came out and played very well. Uh, I think we ended up with five turnovers in the game that, that uh, we kind of took them out of some things that they wanted to do, which which forced them into doing some things, of course, that they didn't want to do, um, and were maybe not as comfortable with, and and, uh, and then we were able to get some turnovers on that. So, um, you know, obviously the defense doing that, then turn around and giving the offense the ball, we were able to find the end zone a couple times, and and uh, you know get the thing stretched out to where we got it under control. So, 
Um, all in all, from our team side, uh, definitely a good game. We felt very good about it, and I and, uh, was very proud of the way our kids played. Absolutely. That win over Staley gets us to the Class 5 quarterfinals. Now, you guys are going to be hosting Grain Valley, another top Class 5 football team in the Metro. Coach, uh, just your scouting report as far as the Grain Valley Eagles, and um, what can we expect from this football game of Class 5 Towers on Friday night? Well, it'll be a fun game. It's, it's going to be highly competitive. Um, you know, and, and with Grain Valley, we've, we, uh, we were in the same division last year in uh, Class 4 and then also in the Suburban Conference. So uh, we ended up playing each other twice last year. So, um, you know, there's, there, there's not going to be much of an introduction needed. I mean, we know each other pretty well. We know kind of uh, what each team wants to do and tries to do. Um, so, so that stuff's not going to be necessarily a surprise. They've, they've put together a tremendous year. Uh, on a team that they have a lot of weapons that they had last year that have come back and, and are playing uh, playing really, really well. Uh, they have a, a very powerful run offense that uh, has put up a ton of points, and their defense, you know, gets after it well enough to to, uh, to get the ball back to their offense. So um, when you look at the two of us together and the, the scattering report, if you will, uh, you see some, some glaring uh, strengths on both sides. Uh, you don't see very many weaknesses on either side. So um, it, it should be a, a fantastic game, and um, we know that we need to come in and, and be able to stop their offense in order to, to give ourselves a chance to score. I think, Coach, I think it's going to be a fun football game on Friday night. Definitely, if um, you definitely have your $10 ready to spend, you're looking for a great football game, I think this is definitely going to be one of them definitely to check out on mission.tv. So, um Coach Utes, I want to thank you so much again for coming on the podcast, and um, good luck to you and your boys against Grain Valley, and hopefully we can talk about maybe maybe a semifinal appearance. Well, we'll we'll keep talking to you as long as we're doing our part. So, uh, so I definitely hope to talk to you next week. And thank you so much, Coach Utes of the Platte County Pirates, for joining us. Some other matchups in the Class Five quarterfinals. All these matchups are at Friday at 7 o'clock. All four of these games are in addition to Grain Valley and Platte County. We have Lebanon visiting Webb City, Fort Zobalt North at Battle, and then Jackson traveling on the road to Chaminade. Now, our Class 4 quarterfinals now, the game that's really in our area is Smithville and Grandview. As I mentioned earlier, Smithville won the Class 4 District 8 Championship over Cardi, 43 to nothing, and then Grandview was able to defeat Lincoln Prep 14 to 3 was the final in that matchup there. So we had an opportunity to talk to Warrior head coach Jason Ambrosen about his team's district championship and the matchup against Grandview. Here's Coach Ambrosen and I's conversation right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We are talking Class Four quarterfinal football. We have the district. We have the coach of the Smithville Warriors, Jason Ambrosen, with us. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Clifton. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. Um, coach, um, a district championship for you and your ball club, a 43 to nothing win over Cardi Friday night. Um, coach, just walks through the game. Oh, quite honestly, uh, we started out, we took the ball and marched it down the field and, and scored. Had a nice drive, lasted over six minutes, um, which was, um, you know, just six minutes of, of the first quarter. And then we actually kicked off to um, them, and they returned it back, but there was a penalty. Um, so kind of a momentum killer from them. Uh, backed them up. We got a three and out. We were able to to get the ball at about midfield and take it in and score. 
and uh, go up 14 nothing. Um, uh, kind of went that way the rest of the the first half, uh, taking a lead in at 28 nothing at half. And uh, our kids just did a really good job of number one playing exceptionally great defense. Um, we were very sound in the kicking game, and then uh, offensively, you know, uh, time of possession was a key for us. I think uh, within the game, I think almost. 34 and a half, almost 35 minutes of time of possession for us out of a 48-minute game. Uh, that means we're moving the sticks on offense and really controlling the line of scrimmage. And, and uh, if you can do that, you got a chance of being successful uh, when you can do that and not uh, turn the ball over. And we were able to do both of those things on offense and then play really sound defense as well. So um, kids did a great job. My coaches, I uh, got a great coaching staff, and they put together a, a very sound plan against a very well-coached and talented football team and um and went out and executed it the kids did and so just proud and happy for them because they earned it well coach uh that, like i said you know that victory on friday i urge you the class four district eight championship that sets you up for a quarterfinal matchup on saturday against the class four district seven champion grandview um well this is a conference rival of yours of um, coach just um walk through the scouting report as far as grandview and um what can we expect from this quarterfinal game on Friday, on Saturday? Well, we play on Friday at 7. We agreed to that. So we're playing Friday night at 7 down at Grandview. Awesome. So what, what can we expect? Well, we know that, that Grandview has a tremendous amount of athletes. Coach Picard does a good job. They are one of the tougher opponents that we play year in and year out because they run so well. Um, they're tough. I mean, they're just tough. They're physically tough and aggressive, and, um, and they have great speed. And then they're going to be well prepared. And so, um, you know, we know we're in for a dogfight, literally, um, uh, going down there. And so uh, we've got to we got to continue to do the things that we do well. That means on offense, moving the sticks, keeping the ball out of the other team's hands. On defense, making sure we don't give up big plays. Uh, and then in the kicking game, making sure that we, we win that field position battle and um, don't do anything to hurt ourselves. I think that's been kind of our mantra since we – you know, we uh, lost a couple games earlier in the season, uh, earlier in the year. You know, we were hurting ourselves against great competition, no, no, nonetheless. But we were doing some things that were, were uncharacteristic of, of us. And um, we feel like we've done a good job rectifying those things. And the kids have done a good job of not turning the ball over, not creating penalties, not giving up big plays. And, and so when you do that, you give yourself a chance to, to, to play and, and, and to win. And um, those are the things we have to continue to do this week against another great opponent, and, and hopefully we can do that and earn ourselves a victory. Well, Coach Ambrosen, I want to thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Again, congratulations on a district championship for you and your club, and um, good luck to you and you guys on Friday against Grandview. Thank you, Clifton. Appreciate it. Nice being on here. And the uh, rest of you coaches out there, I want to uh, congratulate you as well and, and wish you guys luck and at the same time, you get one more week with your kids, and you know what? Where I stand, that's a pretty good deal. So we're all very blessed. So thanks, Clifton, for having us. Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. Thank you so much to Smithville Coach Jason Ambrosa for joining us. As Coach mentioned, that game at Grandview is on Friday night at 7 o'clock, November the 20th. Other matchups in Class 4 in the quarterfinals are West Plains and West and, um. Helias Catholic. That game is at Hel Jeff City Helias, so that is also a Friday game at 7 p.m. Also on the bracket is um, MICDS visiting Hannibal. That game is at Saturday at 1 p.m. And then Festus is at Union. That game is at Friday night at 7 o'clock. So that is the Class 4 
quarterfinals. In Class 3, the quarterfinal game in our area is Maryville going on the road to Lee Summit to visit Summit Christian. Maryville was able to defeat Richmond 46-14 to win the District 8 championship. Summit Christian won the District 7 championship on a forfeit when defending state champion Odessa had to forfeit their game due to COVID-19-related issues. Now, I did have an opportunity to speak with Smoothhound Coach Matt Webb in our weekly conversation. We talked about last week's game against Richmond and this week's game against Summit Christian. Here's our interview with Coach Webb right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're talking of Class 3 quarterfinal football. We got Maryville Head Coach Matt Webb with us once again. How are you doing, Coach? Doing great. How are you today, Clifton? I'm doing great. Um, Coach, um, congratulations on another district championship for your Maryville team. Um, Coach, just walks through the ball game on Friday night against Richmond. Well, I'm very pleased, um, obviously, with the outcome. Uh, Richmond's a very talented team, only have one loss, and to be the underdog and, and um, you know, two seed go down and, and beat a team on, on at their place um, for a district championship is a special feeling. And, um, you know, the really, you know, it started off, um, our offense um, continues to, to really run the ball um, this time of year has, has kind of been our forte in years past, and um, it's really that identity. And, and you know, you know we're, we're firm believers in playoff football, being able to, to run the football on offense and, and then stop the run on defense. And, you know, I thought we did a great job of that, obviously, um, the first drive kind of going down and scoring. And then, um, you know, our offense kind of got a couple touchdown lead there, and then Richmond scored and um, really went in at halftime up two scores. And then um, thought our, our guys really came out in the third quarter and focused and put the game away um, with another couple touchdowns there in the uh, at the beginning of the third quarter and then at, and towards the end to, to kind of get that comfortable distance and, and close the ball game out. But guys uh, – Super uh, excited about the way we're executing. Super excited about our mentality right now. Um, we're just uh, honestly, we're just a group of kids that um, they we got some tough kids. Um, they're physically and mentally tough to be able to handle the, the COVID stuff that's going around and, and the, the adversity we handled during the regular season. And um, and then they love playing each other with playing with each other and and um, you know they want to keep playing. Well, Coach, you have an opportunity to keep on playing another Class 3 quarterfinal appearance for your Maryville football career. Um, you're going to be on the road this Saturday at Summit Christian. Um, Coach, uh, what have you seen or what's the scouting report as far as Summit Christian, and um, what can we expect from this quarterfinal game on on Saturday? We'll be on the road. Um, it'll be down in Lee Summit. Um, and, you know, they're a, they're a team that, you know, is really – done a great job um you know we've never played them before um that, that i'm aware of and um they they've they've had some uh playoff success um over the last couple of years um losing to lathrop um, a familiar opponent um that we've uh, seen the last couple of years and um they've got a really uh a dynamic spread offense Our quarterback's a, a really big player a really big kid um, about uh six four two fifteen and and can really kind of sit back there and, and pick you apart throwing the football. He he throws to he has a younger brother who's a junior um, that's a slot receiver for him, and he's he's dynamic. Um, they're really well versed in their in their offensive spread attack. I mean, they execute really really good and in and out of formations, and and they can really put some points on the board. So um, an excellent spread offense, and when they're on defense, you know they've they they really kind of you know, give you a, a gamut of different things to prepare for, you know, week to week. So very multiple on defense, which can cause you some problems as well to go down and execute. 
Well, Coach, um, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show again. Um, Coach, once again, congratulations on another district championship, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Saturday in Lee Summit. Thank you, Clifton. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Coach Matt Webb, for joining the show as always. Um, now, the rest of all these um, Class 3 quarterfinal games are on Saturday at 1 p.m., so Maryville at Summit Christian is the quarterfinal game in our area. Other quarterfinal games will be Buffalo at Cassville, and then Lutheran North is at Blair Oaks, and Kennett is at Cardinal Ritter. In the Class 2 quarterfinals, we got St. Pius the 10th. They're going to be hosting Butler. That game is at Friday at 7 p.m. And then Hallsville is at Palmyra. That game is Saturday at 1 p.m. Also Saturday at 1 p.m. It's Lamar at Mountain View Liberty. And then on Friday at 7 p.m. It is Jefferson Festus at Duquesne. Those are the Class 2 matchups there. In Missouri Class 1, it is Mid Buchanan on the road at Hamilton. Mid Buchanan won the uh, District 8 35 to nothing, and then Hamilton won District 7. 10 to 6 was the final over Princeton. So, um, Midbuck and Hamilton, the two class, um, class one KCI rivals, they're on a clash for the quarterfinals this Saturday at 1 p.m. We did have an opportunity to talk with both head coaches, and we're going to kick that off with BB Cannon head coach Aaron Fritz. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We are talking class one quarterfinal football. We got the head coach of the BB Cannon Dragons, Aaron Fritz, back with us. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, brother. How are you? I'm doing great. We're going to get to quarterfinal. We'll get one plus, one step closer to state. So, um, Coach, um, 35 to nothing, your team won the Class 1 District 8 championship. Coach, just um, walks through the game real quick. Well, I mean, it started out kind of like last game. Both teams really struggled moving the ball. Um, we didn't have the big play like we did in the first game. That's kind of what we talked about. It just probably wasn't going to happen again. And, you know, we had to grind a little bit. We uh, we didn't move the ball very well on our first drive. In our second drive, we got the ball and didn't really go anywhere with it either. And then we got the ball in our own territory off a turnover and, and, and screwed up and didn't score either. So just little things like that didn't go very well for us. We had guys trying to probably do too much and make the big play. And and you know what? That was probably the most mature thing about what we had happen on Friday is that second quarter, we calmed back down. We made a couple plays um, and, and got up and going into halftime. And I thought that was a big key for us in showing that we can we can kind of play any style right now, which is big at this time of year. And um, in the second half, man, we we just ran the ball. I think we ended up running the ball 55 times in the night, and that's got to be a school record for us. That was a ton of running plays for us, and we ran a lot of plays, uh, I think up over 70 total plays. So just a different style of game for us. If you haven't really watched us play before, we ran the ball a bunch. We, we grinded clock. We did a lot of different things, and um, we were able to get the running clock in the fourth quarter. So that fourth quarter really flew and made a big difference in getting the game over with. And we got out of there healthy. And it was just a – it was a really good night for us and a, a really big win. And anytime you win, especially in the playoffs, is really hard. And I'm just dang proud of our kids and excited that we were able to win a district title. Well, Coach, I want to talk about a couple bullet points real quick before we go to Hamilton. First of all, on offense, um, Javen Noyes, your, your senior quarterback, uh, three touchdowns on the ground, one touchdown passing, and then um, – T.J. Runyon had a big night on the ground. Um, his up uh, 74-yard touchdown, and the uh, th- I was think it was the third quarter. So, um, coach, just uh, talk about those two players on offense. Well, they're they're both very explosive um, guys who are very smart and and hardworking. And probably the most positive thing I can say about them, and what makes me most proud, is how good of teammates they are. Um, they do everything right. They study. They've worked together for a couple of years now. And, and they, they don't care who's successful between them or who's getting the carries. They just want to win. And 
Um, James is very unselfish, distributes the ball to everybody, doesn't care if he gets to do anything or not. And TJ is a very willing blocker, maybe one of our best overall blockers on the team. So just two unselfish guys who ended up getting the bulk of the touches on Friday just because of what East Buck was giving us. And, and they did a tremendous job, I think. I think they combined for 330 rushing or something like that, maybe a little more. So they had a heck of a night. And they're just, like I said, they're great young men. They're going to be great fathers, great husbands. And, and that's what's most important. And I'm, I'm very proud of both of them. Absolutely. Those guys, both those guys were tremendous. And uh, last thing I want to talk about before we talk about Hamilton is just we talked about it a little bit on Friday night in our postgame interview. That's a post runs defense. Um, you talked about it when you're um, huddle. Um, your guys' first shutout this season. You guys have been really, really good on defense all year long. But to get that first shutout, what does it mean, Willie, to get that shutout in the district championship game and just um, continuing the dominant play of your defense? Well, I mean, the shutout is what it is. It's, it's great to get. It's exciting. It's, it's fun for the kids, and, and, it, and it looks awesome. But we at this point, man, it's just about winning and, and finding ways to win. And like I said, I thought we found a different way to win than what we've had to do this year. And, and we were struggling a little bit through the air just based on what they were doing. So we had to get our ground game rolling. And when we did that, we allowed our defense to uh, not play as many minutes necessarily like they normally do because we score quick. And our defense did a great job, especially when we got up 21 nothing. They started to kind of uh, throw it a little bit, try to catch up. Our guys were great. Our pass rush was great. Our coverage was great. Our overall tackling was really good. You know, they completed a couple passes, and then we'd sprint over and knock the ball out and make it an incomplete pass, just little things like that. So very proud of our kids, very proud of our effort. And um, just like I said, everybody from the coaches down to the kids and, and administrators and everybody that works and helps make us successful, I was very proud of. Um, and then um, we're going to get into it now. We got quarterfinal football on on Friday. It's on Saturday right now. You know, that's the scheduled date for it. So, um, Coach, a, um, a a game on the road at Hamilton this week, a team that you've already played uh, this season, a KCI rival. Um, talk about uh, the scouting report as far as um, the Hornets this time around. And um, what can we expect from this quarterfinal game? Well, I mean, the last time we played him was week six, and we, we really got after him and did a lot of really good things against him. And, and once again, had a lot of big plays. That was kind of when we were starting to get our big play game figured out and do little things like that. And we played about the best we probably played all year in that Hamilton game, and, and they didn't play their best. And the score was very lopsided, but we scored a couple times with the young cats at the end, and they had their young cats in. And, and we just really exploded there before halftime like we kind of have been. So, that I mean – just like East Buck, we know that's not going to happen again. They're not going to let us have the big chunk touchdowns like we've been having. Um, they haven't lost since we played them in week six. I mean, they've won, what, six in a row since then, five in a row, whatever it is. Um, they haven't lost, and they really haven't played a competitive game until the district championship for them last week, and they've just been kind of rolling people. And Morrow and Ross and their backfield are playing at an elite level right now, just doing a tremendous job running. They run hard. They play fast. They throw it just enough to keep you honest, and – and defensively, those guys have them prepared, and they, they get lined up, they fly around, they hit you, and they keep hitting you and hitting you and hitting you until you make a mistake. And It's just not going to be the same team we played week six. So um, our kids know that. We had a really, we've had some good practice and preparation things going on, and I, I think we know that we need to get after it and play as hard as we possibly can. But at the same time, we know we're going to get a great effort and a great game out of Hamilton too. So if we're going to give ourselves a chance, we've got to do the little things right. Absolutely. Should be some fun football games along uh, the rest of the way. So, Coach Fritz, I want to thank you um, so much for coming on the podcast, as you do every single week, of uh, talking about your team and um, 
Good luck to you guys on Saturday against Hamilton. Cliff, we appreciate it, brother. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Coach Fritz of the Bibicana Dragons. As always, um, I did mention we also do have an interview with Hamilton head coach Caleb Albert. He was kind enough to take a few minutes of his time to come talk about his district championship win over Princeton and then looking ahead to another matchup with the Dragons. Here's Coach Obert right now. And we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. We are talking Class 1 quarterfinal football action. We got the head coach of the Hamilton Hornets, Caleb Obert, back with us. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm doing excellent also. So, um, Coach, I know a big reason why you're doing excellent right now is the fact that um, you are Class 1 District 7 champions. Congratulations on that. And um, with a hard-fought victory over Princeton, Coach just um, walked through the game. Yeah, it was an excellent football game. Um, they they got the ball to start the game and kind of went right down at the field and scored, and we were fortunate to keep them out of the end zone on the uh, two-point conversion try. And then uh, on our first possession, we were able to move the ball a little bit and uh, put up uh, seven points after our extra point as well. So uh, we're kind of talking on the headset like, okay, this might be a shootout. And then both defenses kind of settled in, and um, that's all the uh, touchdowns that were scored. We were able to get a, a few yards there um, right before half and kicked a 34-yard field goal uh, right before the half. And, um, you know, we were able – we getting the football coming out of half. We thought that was a big momentum thing, but um, they held us to three and out, and it was just defense back and forth. Uh, we turned the ball over. We were a little sloppy in that, that aspect. I think we had three turnovers, so anytime you can – you turn the ball over three times and are fortunate to win. You, you feel good, but, um, you know, you didn't play your best. And then uh, they were a little uh, <clears throat> uh, sloppy offensively as well. They had quite a few penalties um, called on them. So, you know, it, it, I think uh, defensively team, both teams were playing great, and I think that had a little bit a lot to do with how uh, the offenses uh, struggled. Well, Coach, you definitely get another opportunity to improve on that. Um, got a, I think it's definitely a plus to have a um, playoff football game at home, especially later on in the playoffs. You guys got Mid Buchanan coming up in the Class 1 quarterfinals. Um, Coach, just um, talking about your scouting report as far as the Dragons, and um, what can we expect at 1 p.m. on Saturday? Well, it, it will be nice to host finally because we have been on the road and our, our first game uh, district play was uh, obviously canceled with Gallatin and to – we went on the road to South Harrison and Princeton, so being able to host is, is going to be a lot of fun. But uh, they're, they're good. You know, they're, they're ranked number one in the state for a reason. And uh, we saw them earlier in the year, and they put it to us physically, mentally. They, they just beat us up. And, um, you know, I, I feel like we're an improved team from there, but I'm not sure that we're a 60-point improvement team because it, it was a 63-6 to six, um, loss to Midbuck the first time. So we, we definitely have a work cut out for us because uh, they're, they're good everywhere. Wow. I think I think it should be a fun game, definitely for sure. Definitely the playoffs, you know, definitely playoffs, everything on the line. So definitely definitely should be a fun one. So, um, Coach Obert, um, I want to thank you so much for coming on again. I feel like you know we've been on every single week here for the last several weeks. I want to thank you for your time for that, and um, good luck to you and your boys in the Class One quarterfinals against Midbuck. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Coach. Over to the Hamilton Hornets. Um, maybe Cannon at Hamilton this Saturday, 1 p.m. That game will also be our regional radio KKWK 100.1. Chris Ward will have the call on that game. Other Class 1 quarterfinals, all these matchups 
are on Saturday at 1 p.m. In addition to Mid-Buck and Hamilton, it is Adrian at Marceline. The winner of that game will get the winner of Mid-Buck and Hamilton. And then Marionville is at Windsor and Thayer is at South Callaway. That is all for 11-man. It is time now to move on to 8-man football. And there's two matchups left. Four teams left. We are in the semifinals. The first matchup that we're going to preview is North Andrew, the winner of um, 8-man District 3 against Stanbury, the winner of District 4. So North Andrew and Stanbury, they met earlier in the season. I think it was week 6. It was 36-6 to was the final there. North Andrew won the first game in the regular season. So, you know, Coach um, Coach Hilton and those guys, they're going to be itching to try to get payback on the Cardinals for that early season matchup there. So, let's kick it off um, by previewing this game. And we're going to kick it off with our interview with North Andrew head coach Dwayne Williams. Here's our interview with Coach Williams right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are talking eight-man semifinal football. We got the head coach of the North Andrew Cardinals back with us, Dwayne Williams. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Clifton. Thanks for having me. Oh, always a pleasure to have you, Coach. So, um, another uh, a district championship for your ball club. Um, 26-21 was the final over South Holt, Nottaway Holt in the District 3 championship. Coach, just um, walk us through the game. Well, we got off to a great start. We, we forced a turnover on our first play of offense. And so that, that put us in a real good position. And, and we were able to take advantage of that and jump out on them. And then, you know, South Holt's a really good football team. They answered right back and took a 7-6 lead. And then, you know, we, we, we got a few scores and, and got ourselves a two-score lead. And then they kind of closed the gap and got it down to, you know, the five point, which ended up being the difference in the game. And then uh, as the fourth quarter rolled on, we we were back and forth and back and forth, and then they they went on a drive. We we had a an opportunity to convert a fourth down in about three, and and uh, we we ended up being about maybe six inches short, and that, that would have sealed the game for us, and because we could have ran the clock out at that point. But um, uh, they ended up getting the ball over on downs and went on a drive and and uh, used their timeouts, and, and with about 15 seconds left, uh, they had a fourth down and from our 17 and. And uh, we made, were able to make a play and knock the ball down and, and seal the victory for us. And, uh, you know, I'm just real proud of my kids and how they, how they t- handle adversity. And, 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 you know, South Holt's an outstanding football team. And to get a victory over them anytime is, is, you know, a reflection of how hard our kids played and how well they played. Well, absolutely. Definitely those close games, definitely along the way, definitely winning those are definitely a huge key. So, um, Coach, uh, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording. You know, every, every game the rest of the way gets bigger and bigger. So, um, you're in an eight-man semifinal on Friday night at Stanbury. I mentioned it in the intro before we started our interview, um, the score of the game last time in Rosendale. But I really, I probably don't even need to mention that to you. But, um, Coach, I'm just talking about the scouting report this time around as far as facing Stanbury in the rematch. And what can we expect final game? Well, you know, the first time we played them, they were they were down a couple guys, and and uh, so were we. But um, so so it, you know, it, I don't know how good a reflection that is. They were down two starters, and we were down two starters, and and you know, number twenty one's back for them, and he's an absolute handful on the defensive line and offensive line, and, and you know, he's going to make a big difference for them. And and they've shuffled a few things around on defense, and you know, they've always had one of the best defenses in eight man, and 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 they've actually gotten better as the seasons progressed, and. You know, we're expecting it to be a really tight physical football game that, that it's, it's probably going to be a one-score game some, you know, towards the end there. And, and that's what we're anticipating. That's what we're preparing for. And, you know, I, I don't really think the score last time, I think it was 36-6. I don't think that's 
reflective of how close the game was. You know, we got some key turnovers at key times, and, and they were moving the ball, and then we'd get it, we'd get a turnover. And I, you know, we're not going to be able to expect those or or rely on those every time we play Stanberry because that's not the style they play. That's not how they play. And so, we anticipate them to have cleaned those things up, and hopefully, we can play better than we did, and and still come out with a victory. Well, absolutely, definitely should be should be a really good ball game. Definitely, you know, talking about you know, hopefully, you know, everybody is one hundred percent. We can have a we got to have a great football game on Friday night in Stanbury. So, uh, Coach Williams, um, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again. And um, once again, congratulations on the district championship. And um, good luck to your boys as you travel to Stanbury on Friday. I sure appreciate it, Clifton. I, I hope we get to talk next week. Thank you so much, Coach Williams of the North Andrew Cardinals, for uh, coming on the pro- on the podcast. Um, I also did tell you that uh, we also have an interview with Stanbury head coach Shane Hill, and it seems like he's a guest almost every single week, too. I joked around with Coach. I said, um, Coach, I apologize in advance, but it seems like, you know, every single week you're in a big game, and that that's the totally the truth. So um, we got to get the coaches on for the biggest game. So um, here's another interview with Stanbury head coach Shane Hilton right now. And we're here on the Clifton Podcast. We are talking eight-man semifinal football. we got the head coach of the Stanbury Bulldogs with us at once again, Shane Hilton. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, coach, um, district championship Friday last um, Friday night. Um, your team walked away with the, the eight-man district four championship in a thrilling game against East Atchison, which ended up being 26 to 20 and overtime. Coach, just to walk us through that ball game. <laughs> well, uh, there was a lot to go through. It was uh, kind of a crazy one. I don't know if it was a Friday the 13th thing or what, but. Um... You know, back and forth game, really. You know, just kind of like it sounds most of the game. Uh, you know, they went up early on us, and then we answered, and they went. We went back and forth, and uh, oh, I think we were tied at twenty for the majority of the fourth quarter. Um, you know, we we uh, lost our starting quarterback to a to a broken ankle, and um, we kind of were just hanging on, and they they were beat up. You know, most of their backfield was was being pretty good, so kind of the same thing. It was just kind of whoever could uh, outlast the other one. Well, Coach, I mean, you you guys did outlast the bestie. That's the important thing in football, and that brings you to that brings you to an eight-man semifinal this Friday night and a rematch against North Andrew. Coach, um, just uh, your thoughts on the rematch, the scouting report, and um, what can we expect from this game on Friday? Oh, you know, the scouting report, it's pretty easy. Um, you know, they don't do a whole lot. They run the, run the heck out of the ball, and they're super physical, and um, you know what you're getting. You know, and they, they put it to us when we played them in the regular season. And, um, you know, we, we know what things that we didn't do well and they did do well. And, you know, we're, we're going to try to eliminate those things. We had we had a ton of mistakes, um, you know, had too many penalties and put the ball on the ground too many times. And, uh, you know, it's going to be one of those games where we're going to have to play pretty pretty well perfect, um, you know, try to knock them off. They only undefeated team left an eight-man, um, you know, for a reason. And, you know, we're going to have a pretty, pretty hard task in front of us. But, uh, you know, we're going to give it a whirl. I think it's going to be a great ball game. You guys have been playing great football since that game. So, um, Coach Hilton, I want to thank you so much for once again coming on the podcast. And um, good luck to you and your boys as you guys try to make it to the eight-man state championship game against North Andrew. All right. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you so much, Coach Shane Hilton of the Stanbury Bulldogs of North Andrew at Stanbury this Friday, 7 p.m. in Stanbury. So, um, now moving on to the other matchup. That's the um, – the Drexel Bobcats, they are the winner of 8-Man District 1 with their victory over Archie on Friday night. And then 
They will be on the road to Ludlow to take on Southwest Civic City, who beat North Shelby by 12 to win the District 2 championship. We're going to kick off our previews of this game with our interview with, with Drexel coach Philip Dean. That comes up right now. We're here on the Cliff Coast Podcast. We are talking eight-man semifinal action. We got the head coach of Drexel, Phil Dean, with us. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm back for my third appearance. I think you could probably call me a casual correspondence at this point. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can outlast outlast uh, Devin and Anthony at this point and make more appearances. Well, uh, we'll definitely see about that. Definitely, I would definitely uh, call you a, a, a definitely a nice court spot. A third straight week we've had you on, and for good reason, Coach. Um, let's talk about your guys' uh, win on Friday night. It secured you guys the um, eight-man District One Championship, a forty-nine to forty win over Archie. Coach, just uh, walks through the game. Yeah, it was a huge win for us. Archie's a quality team. Uh, they took us late into the fourth quarter, and uh, we pulled out kind of the last last possession uh, win there. Uh, coach Head coach Drew Smith had a, a beautiful game plan, got the ball to his uh, playmaker, Dylan Sutton, who I believe is uh, still breaking tackles on our field. And uh, they were led by quarterback uh, Tucker Wolf, uh, who threw some uh, great balls to Hunter Yonig, among other receivers. Uh, so hats off to, to Archie. They played us in a, in a tough game. That was the matchup that a lot of people in our area had been looking forward to since we played back in, in August. And, and I think we delivered, and we're happy to uh, make it out on the other side and, and be back-to-back uh, defending District 1 champions and looking forward to a trip this Friday night up to Southwest Livingston and in Ludlow, Missouri to uh, take on Coach Magruder and his Wildcats. Well, absolutely. Let's talk about that matchup. As you mentioned, a nice trip to Ludlow on a Friday night. So, um, <laughs> Coach, just talk about your um, – Coach, just talk about the scouting report as far as Coach Magruder's um, Wildcats. And um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Yeah, start there at the top with uh, Coach Magruder himself. Uh, congratulations to him uh, getting engaged after uh, winning his district title. So uh, he's uh, obviously uh, a lot of great things happened for him last Friday night. Uh, great coach. Um, one thing I admire about him is he seemingly uh, calls a very practical program. Just everything, everything that's going on over there makes a lot of sense. Um, it's not, not too complicated, but it makes a lot of sense. It seems like his guys understand it great. And uh, you can tell that probably the greatest compliment I have for him is his guys love him and, and play hard for him. And those guys, are, he's, got a, he's got a man child over there in Jaden Sears who plays on the defensive, offensive line, and will even split them out at, at receiver. And, and throwing them the ball is their quarterback, uh, Wes Hughes, who's as deadly out of the pocket as he is in the pocket. And when Sears isn't catching them, uh, Parker Keeney, another receiver there, is pulling them in. And then they got a nice little running back in uh, Patrick Warren. Uh, you got, of course, when you talk about Southwest Livingston, you got a shout out to uh, Chase Neptune. And it's unfortunate that the injuries he's sustained this year. Uh, you could tell it's really um, 
taking his game down a notch, and you got Phil for that kid. But we're looking for uh, another headbanger up at Southwest Livingston. I know Coach Orn Magruder is going to have us dress in the uh, shop classroom there. That's about three miles away from the field. Uh, so I know we got to bring our hiking boots before we even put on our cleats. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this game. Should be a great game between two great eight-man football teams. So, um, Philip Dean, coach of the Drexel Bobcats, um, thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast once again, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday in Ludlow. We appreciate the coverage, and thanks for having me on. Thank you so much, Coach Dean, for joining the podcast once again. So, um, I told you we, we're hearing from both coaches, so we got an interview now with um, Southwest Livingston head coach Orrin Magruder. We talk about his team's district championship win over North Shelby, a look ahead to the matchup this Friday night against Drexel, and another special moment that happened after the game. Here's our interview with Southwest Livingston coach Orrin Magruder right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are talking eight-man semifinal football. We got the head coach of the Southwest Livingston Wildcats, Orrin Magruder, back with us. Coach, how are you doing? Pretty good, Clifton. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, Coach, um, I'm sure you're doing great, too. You guys are uh, eight-man District 2 champions with a 34-22 victory over North Shelby. Um, Coach, just um, walked through the game. That's what uh, they went down and scored on their first drive. And then, um, you know, we got the next 34 points and, um, you know, really had a chance a couple times to put the nail in the coffin, but uh, couldn't hold on to the football and then, um, they got a couple touchdowns and we're driving again. And, you know, we just kind of had to hold on. They were inside our red zone was, uh, about two minutes left. And we were able to pick a pass off in the end zone and, uh, the knee out, knee out the rest of the way. So we let it get closer than, you know, I was comfortable with, but, um, our D line was lights out. You know, they, they really stuffed that rushing attack and, um, North Shelby kind of had to do some things that, you know, they don't really want to do to move the football and that's I mean it's a credit to the kids um they, they were phenomenal man and it was it was fun to watch you know it's, we really planned on hey you know if you want to win this football game we have to be better up front than them because we got to be able to slow down that option they did a great job with it well coach uh before we talk about this week's game against Trexel I mean you know you're talking about how you're all good and stuff I mean you know not only did you win a district championship on Friday night somebody popped the question <laughs> Um, definitely a scene on social media, Coach. Um, just uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, that's what um, you know. I we didn't know how it was going to go. Uh, you know, if it was going to be our last home game of the season or whatnot. Um, you know, it was it was time. You know, uh, she's a great woman, and uh, she's made me better along the way. And um, one of the things that I really wanted to do was you know involve my kids. Uh, I love them to death, and. Uh, they're always asking, Coach, when are you going to ask her? When are you going to ask her? You know, so, uh, you know, just the time was right. You know, it was a special moment to get to share that with the kids. And uh, for me and her, get to have that moment. And, you know, we had free photography everywhere. So there's some good videos of it, stuff like that. So, um, you know, if you go and look at the video or the pictures, you can just see the kids' reactions. And that's that's kind of the relationship we have with them. Is they were super excited for me. And, uh, you know, we love each other. And we got a tight-knit group. And, it was just it was just a really cool moment for all of us. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, congratulations to you and the future Miss Magruder. Definitely in our <laughs> so um <laughs> Thank you. So um now on to the game now. So um 
We're going to be talking eight-man semifinal football action. You're going to be going up against Coach Phil Dean and um, his Drexel Bobcats. So, um, Coach, um, just um, just a scouting report as far as Drexel, and um, what can we expect from the football game on Friday? That's what I have a, a ton of respect for Coach Dean and what he does. And, um, you know, they probably don't get the coverage a lot of the teams more up north do, but uh, they're a heck of a football team. You know, uh, they're not – big by no means but they play bigger than they are you know they're fast they're aggressive um they're well coached i mean their assignment sound and you know if, if we turn over the ball again a lot you know we're gonna be in trouble and uh you know it's kind of what we've drilled all week is uh this is a big game you know every game from here on out is a big game you know so um we have to be real intentional and focused on what we're doing and um, you know, I I got a feeling they're going to play with a little bit of chip on their shoulder, and we got to match it. You know, they're going to come in with energy and excitement, and say, you know, we're going to show these boys up north what we can do, and so we we'll, we have to be able to match their energy and uh, execute our assignments, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a football game. You know, they're they're a tough team. Absolutely, definitely should be fun. Some fun football games in the eight man football world the rest of the way. So, um, Coach Magruder, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again, and. Um, Good luck to you and your boys on Friday night against Drexel. All right. Thank you, Clifton, and thank you for your coverage. And a thank you so much to Coach McGruder of Southwest Evanston for joining us once again. So that will do it for the Week 13 pregame show. We will only have the pregame show for a couple more weeks as we are two weeks away from completing the whole entire high school football season. So um, don't forget about the eight-man matchups on Friday night. The winner of those two games will go on to Chillicothe next Saturday at 1 p.m. to challenge for the cl- for the eight-man state championship. So, and then we'll have previews of semifinal games. Those are all next week. So, um, until then, take care, everybody.